today we are talking about radical responsibility. We're talking about taking ownership over your life, over your business, having an internal locus of control, and really practicing radical responsibility. And here's the thing, guys. There are always areas in our life that we tend to blame other people for. Um, and those are usually well rehearsed. We're going to look at a few of those areas. We're going to peel away the onion layer until we find yours. And we're going to change that. We're going to practice radical responsibility today. Welcome to Pivot Me where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles and live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method, and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. In our society, we do a pretty good job at letting people know that the things you are displeased with are probably someone else's fault. Now, I might get some pushback for that. I might get some hate for that. But a lot of people are looking for solutions outside of themselves. A lot of people are looking for solutions that they don't necessarily have to work for, but somebody else does. We see it all the time. There are so many examples of this. And here's the thing. There are some very real problems that lie outside of us. But I'm not going to focus on that. I'm focusing on the things that we have influence over, the things that we directly influence, our life, our business, how we love our people, our family, how we show up in our community. These are things that we are indeed responsible for. Yes, there are external factors at play, but I want us to focus on the parts that we can have power over. I don't want us to sit in the places where we feel powerless, action, Results does not come from our powerlessness, and it certainly doesn't come from blame. So let's talk about the things that we've got power over. So I've mentioned this before in the podcast. I definitely talk about this a lot um, in the academy, but I am a big believer of an internal locus of control. So this was, oh gosh, created back in 1950s, I think 54, um, by Rotter, and it became sort of the central concept for a lot of people in psychology. And the idea is that if you've got this internal locus of control, you're focused on the things that you have power over. You believe that your actions versus things outside of you, events, um, your actions profoundly influence where you are in life, your perception on life, your results. It's internal. External locus of control, and there's lots of examples of that, are people that forces act upon them. They blame their behavior, their personality, their station in life on things out outside of them. And you can imagine which one of these two people feel like they have more control over their life. People with a high internal locus of control perceive themselves as having much more personal control over, over where they're headed in life. They feel like they're driving the car. Doesn't mean that there's not speed bumps, but they feel like they are driving the car. And I want us to focus on the parts that we have control over. 
I want us to focus on the things that we can control, our outlook, our attitudes, our influence on others, and yes, largely your results. There's inflation, there's market changes, there's political climates and all of those things. And those are very real, but those need to just be speed bumps along your path. You can't go, I'm no longer driving the car. Someone else is, someone else is controlling these. These factors are acting upon me. So I just want us to start with the premise of where are we powerful in our life? And where are the places we're giving away our power? Because today, we're taking it back. Hey, Pivoter, I see you taking notes. I see you applying things into your business and life. Great work. But what if you could do it on a Zoom call with me? Well, here is your invite. I am hosting a free live event on Zoom where I get to know you, your challenges, and help you work through them as we accelerate your growth together. This is a free virtual event, and I'd love for you to join. Hop over to pivot-me.com backslash event and save your spot now. We'll keep these small. They will fill up. I'd love for you to be there. Again, it's pivot-me.com backslash event. We'll also put the link in the show notes and I'll see you there. So there are certain areas in our life that we are wired to blame others. Sometimes it's because we've been told that it's someone else's fault. And sometimes it's because we have been reinforcing that message over and over again. I am this way because of the way I was raised. I am this way because I had an ex that was like this. These are well-rehearsed stories. And again, these are reasons but these are not excuses for where we're headed next. We need to acknowledge what has happened to us. We have to acknowledge those challenges, but what we can't do is say, and this is why I can't have the life that I want. And this is why I'll never have the health that I want or the marriage that I want or the finances that I want. And my guess is you are that kind of person because if you live and listen to Pivot Me, we're all about taking, taking back your power. We're all about living a designed, powerful life. So my guess is you're already on board with that concept. But, but there's still an area in your life where you've given away your power. There is still an area in your life where you are handing out blame to someone else. And I want us to find that today. I want us to ask some questions and get to the bottom of that. Again, there are reasons, but these are not excuses for you not to have a really great life. So let's talk about some of the areas that we see this in. Some areas where maybe we, you know, are blaming others. We're we're playing the victim. We're saying, well, I don't really have that much power over this. Let's uncover some of those. Um, so sometimes I ask that question and people are like, well, I have no idea. April. I don't know what era you could possibly be talking about. I'm going to go back to our good buddy, the Wheel of Life. Wheel of Life, huge, huge fan. That's the wheel. It's got your life and business broken down in a little slices of pie. And we give a number on it from one to 10. If you have not heard that episode, go back and listen to that episode. We do have an exercise on that. We will, it's, uh, I think you can download it right out of the show notes, but very, very, very powerful tool to essentially put a metric on the aspects of your life. Here's where we can also use that. We can also like revisit the areas of our life and business and go, hmm, Am I giving away my power in these areas? Am I giving my away my power in health? Am I saying both of my parents were diabetic, so I'm bound to be a diabetic anyhow? It's inevitable. Did I get maybe some test results that said I was pre-diabetic and I just think, well, so it is written. It's in the stars. 
I, I, I'm powerless to change this. Or are you just giving away your power in that area? Maybe it's in your marriage. Are you looking at it saying, well, we've been this way for 20 years. It's not going to change. It's just, this is, this is as good as it gets. Let's just figure out a way to endure. That is giving away your power. Are you in an industry that maybe was hit hard? If you're looking at your, your career slice on your wheel of pie, maybe it's at a six. Are you going, well, yeah, but with, with inflation being what it is, well, the industry took a turn. And when we start thinking of these external things, we're giving away our power and we're not operating from a position of power. There is someone who is still doing well despite your industry changes. There are lots of people doing extremely well despite inflation. There are a plethora of well-rehearsed excuses that you can pick up that society will give you that news and social media will hand over and say, oh, this is why you can't have it your way. This is why you're not doing well. People write copy. You hire copy writers. And you know what their message is? It's not your fault. It's someone else's fault. That's placating you. And I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say, I don't, I don't want fault. I don't want fault. I don't want you to take a bat and beat yourself over the head. But what I do want you to do is be powerful in your decision-making, be powerful in the actions that you take. So we're going to talk about some of those things. So I've given you some examples. Here's one that I've seen many times when working with clients, many times. They've got this this, this, uh, like a glass ceiling above them around the success or lack of success that their parents had. Well, I guess I've done well compared to like where my parents were at. And I guess this should be good enough. Um, I would like to be more successful, but being born where I was born, being raised the way that I was raised, this is, this is real good for someone like me. This isn't, no, it's garbage. It's head trash. Like squash that. If you've said those words, take them and, and shove them through a paper shredder. Write them on a piece of paper and shove them through a paper shredder because I never want you to say those phrases again. Like this is not serving you. It's just not. I had a gal tell me that um, she wanted to write a book, but her career already threatened her husband. And she said, I don't, I think it would just be too hard for him if I did this. She had given all her power away. Maybe that was true and maybe it's not true. I don't know. There are external factors that are certainly at play, but this thing that she's wanted to do for so long, she's not going to do for fear that it's going to, what, hurt someone's feelings, threaten them. She's got to take back her power. She's got to take back her power. And that's not just for aspirational things, guys. When I'm talking about practicing radical responsibility, I'm also saying in the parts that we have screwed up, like, what part of this can I own? If we've got a business that failed, we need to take radical responsibility and say, what of this can I own? And most importantly, not so we beat ourselves up over the head, but, you know, in, it, for me, I always call it the postmortem, right? Do the postmortem. Like, we do it not to blame. We do it to understand because failure is data points. So we do the postmortem. We understand what went wrong. And then we go, great, where can I learn from this? This is not evidence that it won't work out in the future, but where can I learn from this? I was having a call a few weeks ago and I had back-to-back -back calls with two business owners that were saying, well, with the economy like it is, the gas prices like it is, the, the industry like it is, I mean, insert thing that was external to them and they were blaming their business dip, their revenue dip on that. And then one of them, one of them caught it. Not when he said it, he said, now that I said this list, none of those things do I have any control over. Not one of them. And I said, exactly. What do you have control over? And he said, I've got control over my sales team. 
I got profound influence over my sales team. Great. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to rally my sales team. I'm going to do a contest. I'm going to give a great reward. I'm going to give them lots of accolades. Salespeople love accolades and public verbal recognition. It is a sweet spot for salespeople. He took back his power and said, this is how I'm going to change it. And don't you know it? Sales have started to trend up. The economy is still the same. The gas prices are still the same. His industry is still the same, except he reminded himself how wildly capable and powerful he was. I had someone on the podcast not long ago and they were talking about um, that for a long time, they really resented that they were not raised with any financial literacy. Now, this was a problem. This was a person that was probably in their mid-40s. And here they were saying, I had to really get over it because I was mad at my parents for not teaching me about financial literacy. And I get it. That's one I hear a lot. I get it. However, at what point do we stop blaming our parents for not teaching us how to balance a checkbook and say, I see this is a problem. What can I do? to solve it. We can acknowledge that there is a challenge. Yes, there are external forces acting upon us, but man, we need to stop giving away our power. And we all do this, guys. We all do this. I I am not an exception to this rule. I have given away my power before, and if we if we recognize the language and even better when we have people close to us, trusted friends, advisors that are looking at they're looking out for us and they're they're actively trying to help us get to our next level, they can call us out on this stuff. Like if it's someone that you trust that is invested in the future version of you, give them permission to, to call you out on this. When you hear me playing the, the blame game, call me out on it. You know, I mean, here's the thing. Everyone needs a little pity party sometimes. Like someone might be struggling. Like we sometimes we need a little time on the struggle bus because life can be hard. Business can be hard. It can't all just be positivity. Sometimes you got to just look someone in the face and go, man, what you're going through sucks. I had a conversation earlier with a friend that was going through some hard times. And the first thing I needed to tell, she she told me everything that was going on. Um, and I sat, I kind of sat back and I kind of toggled between business advisor and coaching mode, right? And I listened to everything she said. And she she dispensed it all. She laid it all on the table. And then she paused and said, okay, I'm ready for your your infinite wisdom, April. Drop it on me. And I told her, I'm sorry. This sucks. I don't believe anyone else could handle this better than you're handling it right now. And just on the other end, it was this long sigh, like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I just needed to hear that. She was on the struggle bus and it's all right. She can stay. She can be on that bus a little bit longer before we move into action plan. But once we are past that, we do need to move into action. I worked with a guy who was talking about how his ex-wife took all of his um, his retirement account, right? Which is tragic and a big challenge for a lot of people. And then at one point I asked him, when did that happen? And he said, about 13 years ago. 13 years ago? Like you run a successful business. 13 years ago, this happened. And th- this is still why you're saying you can't manage your finances. We all do this. But this does not result in the most happy, bold, fulfilled life we can do. So I said, at what point are you going to stop telling that story and start telling the story about how you got all that money back and more? Because you've had 13 years to craft that narrative. Let's work on that. Instead of being sad about what happened, tell me what happens next. Commonplace where we place blame is in our marriage. 
very, very common. I had I had one guy always say that his house wasn't the way that he wanted it to be. It wasn't as clean as he would like. It wasn't as organized as he would like because his wife was such a messy person. And I said, so when you, when you propose decluttering or when you propose having an organizer come into the house, does she, does she fight you on it? And he said, well, no, I've never had that conversation. Okay, where's your power in this? Where's your power? We got to work with our people. We got to compromise with our people. But if we are just resigned to the fact that I'm going to hate the conditions in my house from now on, that is not a powerful position to be in. Take back your power. We can't be waiting for someone to advance our life or our business for us. The second we feel like our hands are tied, we are almost always the person who tied our own hands. So I want to ask you, Who's the person you've been blaming in your life, in your business for a circumstance? We have made someone into the villain of our story. Who is it? Like, who is the reason why we aren't living our best life? Now, I know you take your power back a lot, Pivoter. You wouldn't be with me all this time if you didn't. But we still got a villain in this story. I want you to own the parts that you can own. I'm not saying ignore wrongdoing, and I'm certainly not saying let anybody or anything, you know, treat you bad or take advantage of you, but own the parts that you can have power over because this is your life. We can't wait for opportunity to knock. We can't wait for all the lights to be green before we get out of the car, like out of the driveway and we start driving to our destination. Be powerful, act powerful. And the second you feel like you're giving your power away to your to your parents, to your to your partner, to your old business, you know, par- partner, whoever it is. Like, hear that language. Well, if it wasn't for the fact that I insert reason, like, are you giving it away to your to your dyslexia, to your ADHD? Are you giving it away to your ex-wife? There is some area that you have given your power away, and I hope, I hope, I'm talking right to you. I'm talking right into you. I hope that this conversation is highlighting an area where despite being a powerful person, you have given it away and that you're leaning into responsibility. You're leaning into, well, what piece of this can I own and what piece of this can I change? I don't care what has happened, but I do care what happens next. Take action on this. Don't wait for permission. You are not a victim. You are not powerless. You are incredibly powerful. Now go out and take some action. Take care. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at the April Garcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.